this while I lay struggling to get loose. I had the fortune to break the strings and wrench out the pegs that fastened my left arm to the ground, for by lifting it up to my face I discovered the methods they had taken to bind me. At the same time, with a violent pull which gave me excessive pain, I loosened the strings that tied my hair so that I was just able to turn my head about two inches. The creatures ran off a second time before I could seize them. In an instant I felt about a hundred arrows discharged on my left hand, which pricked like so many needles. They shot another flight into the air. Many, I suppose, fell on my body, some on my face. I felt groaning with grief and pain. They discharged another volley, larger than the first. Some attempted to stick me in the sides with spears, but I had on a jerkin which they could not pierce. When the people observed I was quiet, they discharged no more arrows, but against my right ear I heard a knocking for about an hour. Turning my head as well as the pegs and strings would permit me, I saw a stage erected about a foot and a half from the ground, from whence one of the inhabitants who seemed a person of quality, made me a long speech, whereof I understood not one syllable. He appeared to be of middle age and taller than the other three who attended him. He acted every part of an orator, and I could observe many periods of threatenings and others of promises, pity and kindness. I answered in a few words, but most submissively, lifting up my left hand and both eyes to the sun, putting my finger frequently to my mouth to signify that I wanted food. The Lord understood me very well. He descended from the stage and commanded that several ladders be applied to my sides. Above an hundred inhabitants mounted with baskets of meat, sent thither by the king's orders on first hearing of me. They supplied me as fast as they could, showing great wonder at my bulk and appetite. I then made another sign that I wanted drink. They found by my great eating that a small quantity would not suffice me, and slung up with great dexterity one of their largest hogsheads. I drank it off at a draught, for it hardly held half a pint. It tasted like a small wine of burgundy, but much more delicious. They brought me a second hogshead, which I drank in the same manner, and made signs for more, but they had none to give me. When I had performed these wonders, they shouted for joy and danced upon my breast. I confess I was often tempted to seize forty or fifty of the first that came in my reach and dash them to the ground, but I now considered myself as bound by the laws of hospitality to a people who had treated me with so much expense and magnificence. However, I could not sufficiently wonder at the intrepidity of these diminutive mortals who durst venture to mount and walk on my body while one of my hands was at liberty, without trembling at the sight of so prodigious a creature. After some time there appeared a person of high rank from His Imperial Majesty. His Excellency spoke about ten minutes often pointing forwards towards the capital city, whither it was agreed I must be conveyed. I made a sign with my hand that was loose to no purpose to signify that I desired my liberty. 
It appeared he understood well enough, but shook his head and held his hand in a posture to show that I must be carried as a prisoner. However, he made other signs to let me understand I should have meat and drink enough and very good treatment. I gave tokens to let them know that they might do with me what they pleased. Upon this, the party withdrew with much civility and cheerful countenances. Soon after, I felt great numbers of people on my left side, relaxing the cord so that I was able to turn upon my right and to ease myself with making water, which I very plentifully did. Before this, they daubed my face and hands with a sort of ointment, very pleasant to the smell, which removed all the smart of their arrows. I slept about eight hours, and it was no wonder, for the physicians, by the emperor's order, had mingled a sleeping potion in the hogshead of wine. Five hundred.